Hello sports fans, welcome to Bold Sports. This is Steve. And Matt. We will be discussing all Pittsburgh sports from Steelers to Penguins and Pirates with some talk on local colleges and we may have a rare look at Whitfield. Tune in each week at Sorgatron Media for Bold Sports. Hey folks, how's it going? It's another episode 11 of Bold Sports. Uh, we're here talking about all good things and bad things happening in Pittsburgh sports. Matt, how you doing this week? Having a great week. Thanksgiving was good. Some, uh, some good results in the football. You know, there was great results. As a Pittsburgh fan this weekend, you had Pitt beat Miami. Mm-hmm. You had the Steelers beat Green Bay. Yes. And the Pens beat the Flyers. Pens beat the Flyers. Penn State won big. Uh... Okay, we'll I mean, they blew up their season weeks ago. But yeah, they beat Rutgers sixty-six to three. So no, it was it was it was um, Maryland, not Rutgers. Rutgers, Maryland, they're all the same. They don't belong. Uh, yeah, in exactly. Uh, and then also, uh, Penn's didn't they beat the Lightning on like Saturday, like in between Friday and Sunday? Didn't the Penn's beat the Lightning on Saturday? I think yeah, they I think did. so. In overtime, yeah, 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 they did. Yeah. So that was good. Um, Murray getting hurt wasn't so good. No, Murray getting hurt's not a good thing. He's he's the 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 list I saw was week to week. Like yeah. I don't like that. Like day to day is one thing. Week to week's bad. Well, that that could be six games. That could be three games. Could be twelve games. Exactly. Could be a quarter of your season. Um, you know, this is like the nightmare scenario that you know didn't happen the last two years because we had flurry. But yeah, because we had Flurry and Murray as a backup, you know, and then you had Murray and Flurry as a backup. Yeah. So we're going to have to see how this goes out. Tristan Jari, we're going to have to see how this goes. I mean, he's been great as a second guy now, and he spent the first third of the season in uh, Wilkes-Barre. So we're going to have to go from there. Right side scenario, maybe um, the rest of the defense takes us as an opportunity to get it together. Yes, um, because... You know, they can be inspired to play better in front of an inexperienced goalie. Yeah, that, that would be great. That's, you know, that's the best case scenario. Let's see some more, like, you know, uh, block shots, more pick up the garbage in front of the net, everything else like that. Um, yeah. That'd be awesome. Latang not trying to be uh, as much of a scorer... A scoring defense man, um, compared to him just driving the net. And he's yeah. been driving the net a lot, which I I don't mind. But if you're gonna have a young goalie in there, you gotta, you know, you gotta have the guys in front clean up the garbage. Um, yeah. So Matt, this week our uh, football picks this last week, um, you went ten and six, and I went twelve and four. Yeah. So, but I, I think I got shut out on Thanksgiving, though. I think I I, oh, uh, let me look. Um, I, I always picked the Lions, and they lost. Yeah, because I, I took I the Vikings. I Dallas. And they, we both picked the boys. Yeah. And then we both picked the Skins, and they won. Oh, okay. So we uh, both went one and... Wait, I went one and two, and you went oh and three. Mm. But yeah, so you went this week... Uh, ten and six. I went twelve and four for the year. You're one hundred eight and sixty seven, and I'm one ten and sixty five. So, uh, not bad. I mean, 
you know, we're not lighting Vegas on fire here. Anything. That was never my goal. Yeah, and it's never my goal either. We're not lighting the local boys up at Sam's on fire either. So no. um, I think we owe them money. Uh, we, don't, we don't owe them anything. What are you talking about? All right, maybe you don't owe them anything. But, you know, we'll talk about that later. I think everyone's good. Yeah, we, we should be good. Um, but no, so pens this week, man. Like, they did they did beat the Lightning. Um, Flyers game, I mean, it's always a tough game. I mean, the Flyers game is... Uh, People want to throw, like, rabbit punches and roundhouses and try to cut somebody's throat to skate. And, and rush the goalie. Yeah, and rush the goalie, which they did. And now we got Murray's out with a lower body injury. Um, so we're going to see what happens with that. Fuck the Flyers, man. Really. Like, yeah, they're not doing... They're not very good right now. Um, the Flyers aren't good at all. I mean, they're, they're, they were... 0-7 in their last seven games. I think they lost again tonight. I I hope they did. I didn't see any game tonight yeah. or not, but yeah, we're, I we're, hope they did. We're recording on Tuesday. And yeah. I believe that they, they lost another one. So the Flyers aren't the problem. Um, the Rangers were almost the problem tonight. They they played a crazy, crazy game against the uh, Florida Panthers in the Garden. Uh, came back from... A three-zero deficit came back from a four-one deficit, um, so yeah, like Florida still managed to pull it off. Um, got a goal late, didn't have to go to overtime. Just a crazy game though, long, a lot of lot of stoppages. There was there was a disallowed goal and a review, and you know the Rangers are kind of good this year. So I I guess that's what you were captioning tonight. I saw it, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, when it comes down to hockey, I mean, we've all talked about this. It, it's three seasons. So, <laughs> you know, it's the first half and then after the all-star break and then the playoffs. Uh, well, the first half is almost over. Yeah, the and first they, half they said is almost something over. On, on the game tonight, um, one, of, one of the analysts for Florida said that, you know, there's some stat about, like, past Thanksgiving, like... You've got a if you're in a playoff position, you've got like a seventy five percent chance of like keeping it. Like there's not as much like movement as one would hope if your team struggled through October and November. So that's something to think about. You know, we are approaching the end of the first season, and what happens in the first season does matter when you assess how the second and third parts of the season it will does play out. So. You know, the Penguins, like I, I read today that Rutherford's not, not going to make a trade for a, an experienced goalie at this right, point. Right, right, right. But speaking about that, Rutherford making a trade, Ian Cole's been a healthy scratch for the last three games. Um, we also know that Rutherford's tendencies and also tendencies in the NHL, when you have a guy that's a healthy scratch that has this year left on his contract and is an unrestricted free agent, um, you're shopping him. Sure. Uh, you know, honestly, Ian Cole, would I be sad that he went? A little bit. Would I be mad? No. What we what do we get back for him though? What do we get back for Ian Cole? Well what, what where would be the best 
fit for Ian Cole that we would get something back. And when you're trading a guy away, you're like, I don't care about the fit for him. What do I get back? Yeah. So, well, I mean, if they're looking for a goalie, like, that's a tough sell because everybody knows they're they're well, looking for honestly, a goalie. We, so we didn't gonna... know about a goalie until tonight, right? But I mean, and if... we're recording on Tuesday. Right, so if you're a GM, Thursday. if you're a GM, and the Penguins are like shopping for a goalie out of your system, like you're gonna you're gonna jack up the price because you know that they're kind of kind of hurting right now, you know. So this goalie thing is, you know, it kind of <coughs> hurts their position looking to move Ian Cole. Um, if, if that is in fact what they're doing, I mean, if, if that's what they're doing, you know, it's often said you can get a better deal if you do it early, you know, as opposed to waiting to the deadline when every, everybody's, um, you know, like, like trying to extract like the most value out of every move they make at the deadline. Can we send Ian Cole with our number one draft pick and a number three draft pick to the Knights and get Flurry back? Mm, is it worth it? I think so. A, a one and a three, and a a one and a three and a guy top six D. Yeah. <sighs> to get back an old goalie. Hey, you know what? He's a three-time Stanley Cup champion. And if they were playing like lights out, like I mean, I'm if not they th- were on top of the conference right now. You know what? You know, you know. Like, here's the thing: they're not on top of the conference. They're not anywhere close to being on top of the division. But and Flurry's had injuries again this and year. Flurry's in concussion, concussion protocol stuff, right so. right now. Flurry's just skating. He's not even seeing a puck. Man, it's but too bad Niemi didn't work out. But that's another thing is like there aren't a lot of teams with two competent backups that they would just trade you their backup goalie just no. like out of the niceness no. of their heart. No, you know? there's not. So like if you if you're gonna trade for a backup goalie, like you might end up getting another dud like when you got Niemi. Exactly. So, here, Cole, a first-rounder, and a third-rounder, and get Flurry back. To the Knights. I, we could do better than Flurry for that price. I don't know who, and I don't know what goalie contracts are like in the NHL, and what teams are just completely out of it, and they're going to like have to let the guy walk. No one's completely out of it right now. Exactly. That's the worst part. Well, that, that, I mean, it's the first third of the, the season. Part. That's what makes you know hockey yeah. so interesting because over half the league makes the playoffs. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, thirty-two teams in the league and sixteen teams make the playoffs. Is it thirty-two now? Yeah, well, thirty-one. Uh, no, the Knights make it thirty-two. Okay, yeah, there it is. So it is half. Yeah, it is half. Thanks for checking my math. No worries. Yeah, I, mean, I had to think for a second because you know the Knights are a new team, so it's now thirty-two. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know, man. I mean, trading Cole, uh, w- w- even if you, you take a top six defenseman, trade him to Edmonton. Who are you coming back from Edmonton? You're coming back with, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, he's a third line center. I can't think of his name right now. Uh, because... I've been drinking Yingling. But, um, yeah. <laughs> Amanda's over here laughing. <laughs> Our little producer, she's like, oh, you're an idiot. Man. Um, I forget yeah. a lot of, I forget a lot of hockey player names when I drink PBR too, though. Like, I know. I don't totally. want to slander Yingling. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, but no, I mean. It is America's oldest and perhaps most senile brewery, though. 
but you know what? Last night with the Flyers, man, I mean, they go in and uh, end of the second period, 3-1. to one. And then they come back to tie it up two goals in the third. Go to overtime. And then get the overtime winner. Crosby was the tip-off. Oh, oh, uh, here. Amanda pulls it up. So she pulls up Edmonton's roster right now. Um, That's what a producer's for, right? Exactly. Um, Cam Talbot, I don't think we're going to get him uh, at all. I don't think Ian Cole's worth Cam Talbot. You know what, though? Cam Talbot, though, as a backup goaltender, probably not that bad. Yeah. Um, let's see. Where, where's their third line center at? Um, Nobody knows. Well, no, I'm still scrolling through. It's gone. Exploit it for depth. Maybe we should trade them our third line center. Shit. Theirs is missing. Oh, wait. There it is. Uh, Eric Belgar. Eric Belgar. Third line center. There he is. Why? No. What? Yeah. That's the third line center from Edmonton. Whatever, man. But you know what? She pulled up first. And I mean, it's like, here. No. Look. I'm like, (laughs) Cam Talbot. He's their starting goaltender. Uh, yeah, well, we're not like I said. Like goal, I've been in, the reason I don't do fantasy hockey is because goaltending is so scarce. It is, and like now you're talking about like actual contracts and like actual you know the destiny of entire franchises on the line, and I don't feel qualified to even like make these suggestions. But if you could get Cam Talbot for Ian Cole, like I. I just guess that you should probably pull the trigger on that. But it's yeah, not going to happen. Yeah, totally. Jim Rutherford, why aren't you listening to us? Trader Jimmy, Make it like, happen. He's made some good moves, but he's he's not like a wizard. <laughs> and in, unless he's got some kind of like dirt on the Edmonton owner. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, the, maybe Edmonton's owner was like up in the Ron Burkle sex plane or something. I don't know. Ron Burkle sex plane? Oh, um, what do you know? What do I know? I mean, it's a Clinton's thing. Like, you can research it. It's, it's kind of beyond <laughs> the scope of this podcast, but, you know. Uh, so is Ron Burkle the next guy to get, you know? No, I don't think, I think he probably just finances a bunch of other, like, bad people. I okay. think, I don't know. He, he just seems to, like, he just likes his grocery empire and his, you his know hockey what? team. Y- you know what? Bob Nutting finances a lot of bad people. Hey, I saw Bob Nutting at the symphony on uh, Light Up Night. I think it was him anyway. <laughs> Maybe it was just a guy who looks like Bob Nutting. But either way, like, if some of his money is going into the arts, like, okay, that's cool. I support that. <laughs> Stella agrees. I know, right? Her hand's up. Her paw's up. We're talking about up. a cat, by the way. Yeah, she's, Stella, uh, Stella the cat's laying on Matt right got now. Some, she's got some opinions. She's got some opinions. Yeah. She's like, paw up. There it is. Um... You know, we're going to go ahead and take a break right now. We're going to come back and talk about some bullshit college football because that's what happened this weekend. Uh, so here's some things from our friends at Sorgatron Media, and they're going to tell you what's going on over there. Let's talk tech. Tech news discussions from the people in the industry right here in Pittsburgh. Online, gadgets, startups, and more. Check it out at AwesomeCast. Alright folks, we're back here at Bold Sports. Uh, we just went over some pens uh, bullshit. Uh, you know what? 
They're going to keep playing and keep playing and keep playing. It is going to seem that way. I mean, even if they don't make the playoffs, it's going to... I mean, the last, the last game they, of the season is in, like, early April. Yeah, I know, and, right? It know, will be warm again by the time the Pens play the last game of the season. We haven't even hit the, like, shortest daylight day of the year. So, Amanda so. tonight did our notes, and she's like, you guys need notes. I'm like, no, we're going to go on to off the cuff. She goes, no, you're not. It's I'm a little like, bit of both. Yeah. A little bit of so both. So, we're going to skip these notes and go down to the other notes. So secret notes? Yeah, no, no, um, not secret notes. Um, yeah, I'm sorry I brought up the Clintons in the last segment. Now it got all like <laughs> Illuminati on me. Ah, the Clintons. You know what? If Bill could be president today, I'd be quite happy because Bill to me was probably the best president in my lifetime. The best Democratic president. Strong, in my lifetime. strong disagree. But um, he was the best Democratic president in my lifetime. Like, no. <laughs> what? So what? Obama? Yeah. Was better than Clinton? Yeah. Uh, I I said the. Eh. Oh oh man, it's like cut that shit. Let's out. talk about something really controversial, Steve. Yeah, like Pitt beat Miami. That was not controversial at all. That was not 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 in these precincts. <laughs> that was awesome. It was awesome. It was man. awesome. You, you know, know what? what? Having he, been out of like the same conferences with Miami, like, you know, oh, yeah, now yeah. now we're back in it with them, and like I feel all the same like anxiety every time I even just see their uniforms. Well, because Miami just gives was me a, a headache. Miami, they're, they're Miami so was in good. the Big East for so long, and they were so good. They were like and they a were pro so team good. They, they were like a, a pro of, team. Like, one double uh, The U. The U. I mean, and like all that was, like reputation, they basically yeah. built by like crushing teams like Pitt. I, I think it was two thousand. I think it was two thousand and four, or two thousand and seven. One of those two years that Miami had uh, eleven guys go in the first round of the NFL draft. It was oh four oh seven. One of the two. Uh, it was the year Greg Olson went. Greg Olson. Greg Olson, man. He's- He's still, um, he's still do. I mean, he's hurt, but um. Well, he just came back this week. Um, but it was one of those, the year he graduated out of the U or left the U. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, they uh, they had eleven guys go in the first round of the NFL draft. Um, either way, oh four oh seven. I mean, shit. If it's 07, Greg Olson's been in 10 years. If it's 04, he's been in 14. I want to say it's 04 because it's the same time Roethlisberger came out. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so he was probably on that team like the last time that Miami played at Heinz Field as a member of the Big East. It was around like 03, 04. Right around there, yeah. yeah. And, then, so, and then Miami left and went to ACC. And then, I remember we all chanted it at the Miami fans. Like it, I, went to, I went to all the pit games that year. Oh. And we every every time when when Virginia Tech, Boston College, and Miami like all rolled into town, like we gave their fans so much shit for like selling out and joining the ACC. We oh, call them ACC holes. Oh and then, yeah, and then, and then like you know, several I several years go by, the Big East collapses, and like who's the ACC holes now? A Panthers. Yeah, I, I guess, I I guess was we're not, all ACC holes. I was not living in Pittsburgh at that point in time, um, so I wasn't there for any of those. Uh, I was living was in fun times. East Coast. Uh, Miami, yeah. the Miami game was a blowout, but the Virginia Tech game was like a, you know what, a nail-biter but, win. You know what, but I remember, 
you know, pit spoiling Miami when Larry Fitzgerald was wide receiver at Pitt and Miami was in the top ranks and then Pitt spoiled Miami in Miami. I'm not sure about that, man. That was Larry Fitzgerald was wide receiver, um, at Pitt. I don't know who the quarterback was. I wanna say Pete Gonzalez. Um but they spoiled Miami. Miami was in a top four ranking, and then Pitt beat Miami in Miami. Um, the only reason I know that is I won money on it. Oh, okay. um, well, then it, you must be right, because, you know. The, and, and that was probably 2002, 2003 ish. It had to have been. Um, you know, uh, Pitt, you know what? I love Pitt, I love following Pitt football. I enjoy I love going to pit games. I also hate when Pitt has a bad season. Which I think they did. They did have a bad season. Um, is it their coach? No. Dude, no, I, love, I, think, I love Narduzzi. Dude, he's a good dude. I think he's what, a good coach. I think what we need to focus on with Pitt is like, let's just like stick with this quarterback, Kenny Pickett. Yeah. Let's, let's hope that he's... You know, yeah, somebody right, who right. you can have as your starting. They quarterback burned for a his red years. shirt. They burned his red shirt. But he didn't acquit himself poorly. I no, mean, he did not. It wasn't he, a waste because he did better than the he other. He did better than Danucci. Danucci was the kid that came in, and he's out of Pine Ridge. And he's a local boy. He he came to Pitt instead of going to University of Pennsylvania. He could yeah. win Ivy League, and played quarterback or back up there, and got a. Ivy League education and said, no, I'm going to go pit. And then ended up starting this year. And then they burned Pickett's uh, red shirt. Yeah. Boom. Uh, so, you know what? You burned Pickett's red shirt. He obviously did better than Nucci. Uh Next year, you're going to have a quarterback controversy. That's what it is. No, you're not. There's no controversy. It's it's Kenny Pickett. Kenny you, Pickett. You ride with Kenny Pickett. You know, he's, Ride he's or die pick it. He beat the number two team. He beat the number two team. He did. You know, um, he played in games where he, like, split snaps with Danucci. Like, they had more successful drives with Pickett. They um, did. So, to me, it's a no-brainer. So... You know, and it's still... It's good to have a backup that you can rely on. So, so like, does Danucci go now transfer, like, Penn or Harvard or Brown or whoever? I don't think you just transfer to Harvard. I'm not sure that that works that way. Um, you know, like they, they don't have like they don't have like the scholarships to just like throw around. Like he could go somewhere. You know, he could he could transfer to like you know get in on some action. I don't know. I don't know who needs quarterbacks. But like, <laughs> I mean, obviously, staying regional was like big to him. Well, you know? you know what? He gave up going to Penn to go to Pitt. Because he thought he was going to get his uh, starting spot here. Well, you know what, man? Like, you know what? People always told me that like Pitt's got a good honors program. And hey, you I know was what? never hearing it because I what? didn't want to go to college hey, in Pittsburgh. So. By the way, Joe Flacco was a quarterback at Pitt. Yeah, he was. And then, and then he was also a quarterback at the Baltimore Ravens. And then he left and went to Delaware. Yeah, I know. And then, and he won a national championship. He did at Delaware. And then he's now the quarterback of Baltimore Ravens. For now. So, for now. Well, for a while. 
Huh. Well, yeah, that's the one because they gave him all that money after he won that Super Bowl. Right. So um, they stuck with him whether they like it or not. And it's but you great. Know what? I love it, man. I'm, you know I'm tenting my fingers like Mr. Burns. You know what? Just the, thinking about a declining Flathill helming the Ravens for you know like two, three you know, more but years. This, but Danucci, does he go to Delaware? Does he go to Harvard? Does he go to Penn? I mean, if I had a does choice, whoever, if I had a choice between, and all does three, he come like, out in the sixth round draft pick and end up in the Detroit Lions and then and then they go to the Super Bowl and go play years? in NFL Europe for a few years? But they can't do that, man. You know, college football screwed up, man. But like, it's so much more entertaining than the college NFL. football is. The NCAA is probably one of the most corrupt organizations in the world, next to FIFA. I was just gonna say FIFA. I, I'm glad you share that opinion with me about soccer because, like, it's about the only thing that we agree on. And yeah. like, yeah, like FIFA's the worst. FIFA like, is corrupt as shit. <laughs> <laughs> the guy from the like the one American guy who is involved with FIFA. The who, one American guy. No, but like he's like kicked out now. But he was he was so corrupt. He was like stealing. He was like taking kickback money in exchange for World Cup votes. And he was using them, like, he got money off of, like, the World Cup being awarded to Qatar. And he used that money to, like, rent a separate apartment in, like, the Trump Tower or, like, the Park Plaza or something just for his cats. Huh. Like, seriously, like, several, like, small Asian countries, like, financed this guy's, and, and like, yet cat my, money. And yet my cat is now laying on you and sleeping on you. And yeah. you're like, huh. Right. For free. Yeah, I don't charge anything, man. Exactly. I don't. I certainly like my. I don't know how much square footage my lap really is, but well, because you know what, Matt came <laughs> so, into the house and and my cat's like, uh, I own the house. Yeah, and you're here, so I'm gonna sleep on you. Well, it keeps me from like getting up and wandering around, which is probably for the best. Well, especially when you're recording, <laughs> so obviously. <laughs> but no, uh, pit football beat Miami. That's awesome. It was they great. The- I'm glad it happened on Friday because like. That was Black Friday. If you had told you know me what? like Pitt's gonna win, but you gotta wait till Saturday, I'd be like, but what? No. Yeah. So yeah, it was it was a lot of fun to to see that. And so that's a Black Friday for Miami. For Miami. But guess what, exactly. Steve? Miami could still make the playoffs. Oh, they have to beat Clemson. They, though. they could, and I think I'm probably rooting for Clemson because my house hates Clemson. Ah, uh, wait, wait. My, are you rooting for Clemson? Or are you my, rooting for Miami? I am a Gamecock house. Well, by, no, no, virtue, no, no. by virtue of uh, Julia's alliance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, okay. So your girlfriend went to South Carolina. Yes. And so forth. And South Carolina and Clemson are rivals. Right. Um, so doesn't that mean that you'd be rooting for Miami because she hates Clemson? Yeah, I'm rooting for Miami. That's what I said. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I would I, I want Miami to win the ACC championship game, uh, and that would that would put them in the playoffs, right? No. Well, they got what? They have one two, loss, two losses. They have, they, have, they have one loss. One loss. So there are no undefeated teams except Wisconsin, uh, and I don't think Wisconsin's going to beat Ohio State. I mean, they might, but I, I Ohio think Wisconsin will be Ohio good. State. Um, I think Wisconsin will be Ohio State, and then you have. There's so Wisconsin's in on. if they're undefeated or no? Oh yeah, Wisconsin's in if they win. Is Alabama out just completely? Uh, Two loss Auburn who beat Georgia uh, and Auburn. You know what? If all if Georgia beats and Auburn, Alabama. if all if Auburn beats Georgia, Auburn's in. 
If Auburn beats Auburn, shouldn't have to beat Georgia twice to get in ahead of Alabama, who they beat. I honestly think Alabama should be out. I think so too. That's my completely. Point. They're out. You know. I think they should. Be you know, out. if Miami gets in, let them in. Uh, no, I think you can't deny Miami. I think no. the winner of the ACC gets in no matter yeah, what. Yeah, the winner. Of I think the winner of the SEC game gets in no matter what. Yeah, and, and I think got... I think if the loser of the SEC game is Auburn, they might still get in. Correct. With three losses, which is insane. Yeah, but they beat Alabama. Yep, and they beat Georgia, so it's a really quality win. So then you have the winner of the Big Ten. If the winner of the Big Ten is not Wisconsin. They don't get well, in. Well, if Oklahoma wins, they're in, I think. Oklahoma wins, they're in. But if the winner of the Big Ten is not Wisconsin, they don't get in. So do they take two SEC teams? Yep. Or do they take, like, USC from the Pac-12 if they win their game? Because uh, they'd only have, like, two losses. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's it's hard. It's very hard. It's and not hard. You just sit back and, like, count your money and then, like, have your TV show. And yeah. And people just have to deal with it. It's I mean, hard for fans. It's not hard for the committee. It's hard for fans. And, <laughs> and the committee, I think, drinks a lot of whiskey. Um, yeah, a lot of good whiskey, probably. Probably do. I mean, Congolese Rice is on that committee. Because Indianapolis is not that far from, like, bourbon country. So. No, it's right across the river, especially. They just, they're just like, we're having a tough time, man. Like, send us up Totally. It, it's crazy, man. I mean, it's, it's exciting. I can't wait. Like, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, this, this weekend right here is playoff weekend. For college football. Last weekend uh, was two. Well, last weekend was the end of the the rivalry games and the end of the, the regular season games. Uh, if you want to get into it, if you really want to get into it, IUP is number one in the country in their well, division. who didn't know that? In their division. Yeah. Which is 3A5 minus 4A times two. No, they're, um, they're Division yeah. two, Yeah. And, <laughs> and like, a lot of the PA schools are strong Division two programs. Right. Like, Cal's been good recently. Um, you know, IUP, those are the big ones. Yeah. Like, Slippery Rock's IUP decent. is good. Slippery Rock's good. Um, here's what's funny. You want to talk about some small schools being good? Love talking about um, small schools. I was... Big supporter a, of small schools. I was at a gas station about three years ago. Mm-hmm. I was at a gas station in a town I grew up in. And I get out of the car. I go in because I still pay cash for shit. So I go into the person. So I'm like, yeah, let me get 20 on three. And I walk back out. And this guy pulls up. And he's got a Chrysler 300. And he gets out. He's a big old black dude. I'm like, huh. And I see like two rings on his finger. I'm like. Who's that? So I put the gas pump in the car. Click, click. Start pumping. I walk over. I'm like, yo, man, what's up? He's like, hey, how you been? I'm like, not bad. I'm like, yo, where are your rings from? He goes, motherfucker, you know me. He goes, we went to school together. I'm like, <laughs> look at him. I'm like, who are you? He goes, George, yo. I'm like, oh, shit. Start talking to him. I'm like, Awesome. I knew the dude. I did go to school with him. He was a year behind me. And I'm talking to him like, yo, but where are your rings from? He goes, Mount Union. Oh, God, Mount Union. <laughs> oh. Yeah. He, he went to Mount Union. The Purple Raiders. Yeah, for football. 
I love Mountain <laughs> Union because they're they're called the Raiders, but they use the New York Giants font on their helmets, and it's kind of awesome. Um, but yeah, D three like they 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 just dominate. It's either like yeah. them them and like Wisconsin Whitewater are like usually like in at least the Final Four every year in D three football. And I did go to a D three school. Uh, we won it in ninety, which was before my time there. But uh, we we had like an anniversary celebration of that team during one of the homecomings when I was on campus. So um, yeah, I mean it's it's a big deal to win yeah. D three. Like I mean, they, I, that's a lot of playoff games for a yeah. small school. Yeah, and you know, I run into they, they, they're the gas station. Like sixteen teams. You and, know, best part is he's wearing some like two big ass rings on his hand, and I'm like, dude, those are more awesome than I'm ever gonna get. Well, he's like, yeah, I'm like they're D three rings, but you know what? They're national championship rings. He's got diamonds. He's got Damn. whatever. If you're like an alum, you know, and you want to give money to your school, and like maybe you played you played football for like a D three school, like unless you, I mean, if you're Mount Union, like I'd I'd almost be like, well, they win every year. Like, why would I donate money for the ring fund? Yeah. But if Allegheny like wins the D three national championship like next year. Like, I'm totally throwing in on, like, whatever kind of, like, slush fund they need all right, to buy. you've rings. heard it here, folks. Because then, like, then the school can sports. spend money on, like, education hey, and all the important hey, things. And Allegheny, the if Allegheny College And, like, keeping the wins, professors in check. If Allegheny College wins, <laughs> Matt Meehan is throwing I will donate in. $500 of my own money. There it is. <laughs> there it is. So I'll buy, like, a half a ring. Yeah. <laughs> so, while Matt contemplates... That that statement. You can't win it if you, you got to get past Wabash. And oh. you're going to have to get by Mount Union sooner or later. Exactly. Because they're northeastern schools, you know. It's Yeah. We're going to go ahead and take a break right now. And you're going to hear some things from our friends over at Sorgatron Media. And see what's going on over there. Do you like professional wrestling? Want your discussions? No holds barred. Check out WrestlingMayhemShow.com for all the wrestling podcast flavor you can handle. All right, folks. Glad you listened to some things that are going on at Sorgatron Media and our friends over there. So we talked about the pens. We talked about Ian Cole. We talked about pit football. Now we're going to get into the Stellars. So they played a Thursday night game. Um, because we didn't talk about that game, because it was before we recorded. Or did we talk about that? I don't remember. The Tennessee game? Yeah. Yeah, we talked about that. Alright, we did talk about that. Um. This is in any given Sunday league, you know? It is. Thursday games sometimes, like, get lost in the shuffle. And also, you know, Thanksgiving weekend and so forth, we were just... uh, The Steelers had a nice long rest. They did. They yeah. had like ten days off to. They did gather yeah. themselves and celebrate personal milestones. Yeah, and and then, and, and then they took us to the bitter, bitter end to win the game. It was the worst by a field goal from, you know, the Wizard of Boz. Um, which, if you follow him on Twitter, his Twitter name is the Wizard of Boz. The Wizard of Boz. <laughs> Which is awesome. And uh, when you miss an extra point, you know. You miss an extra point. screw up sometimes too, man. Even Gandalf made mistakes that I think he'd probably revisit if given the chance. Um, <laughs> so, you know what? Like, you miss an extra point every now and then. Like, the, 
Antonio Brown bailed his ass out by catching the ball on that two point try. Oh, did, did you have any? Did you have any doubt that Tomlin was going to go for two? No, not at no. all. I think I mean, he's been I, I, more conservative he, with the two pointers this year. This but, year he has been more but conservative. It's the first half, and I think he's like, let's go for it now. Well, well how about well, well, well how about that fourth down that they just went for? Yeah, that was big. That was big. Uh, that, that surprised was big. me a little bit. Yo, know, that 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 said, you know what? We're gonna just shove up your ass, and here it is. Boom! Fourth down. We're gonna go for it. We're gonna score. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, Amanda's sitting over here watching the game with me, and she's like, "How are they gonna do that?" And I'm like, "Amanda doesn't sound like that. Come on, whatever." <laughs> um, but then also later on. You know, when there's the field goal happening at the end of the game, she's like, oh my God, they're going to go for a field goal. I can't believe it. You know, (laughs) and yes, she does sound like that. She sounds like Deb. (laughs) (laughs) That's great, man. You know, but no, it's like the whole game, you know, it was back and forth, back and forth. It shouldn't have been as close of a game. And here's the thing. Welcome to Pittsburgh Steelers fans. When your Steelers are favored by 14 points at home, guess what? As a betting person, take the other team and the points. Because you know what? You'll win. All right? Yeah, but it almost didn't work out that way. No. What do you mean almost didn't work out that way? I mean, like, well... Okay, with the point spread, it did not. Yeah, ooh, ooh, but they ooh, almost ooh. didn't even win the game, is what I'm saying. Right, right. That's why you take the other team into points. I see because what you're yeah, exactly. <laughs> the Steelers never cover when they are a favorite, especially at home. And a 14 point spread, shit. So that's like a Vegas way of saying that they play <laughs> down to their. Opponents. They play down their competition <laughs> all the time. So this week coming up, they have. Uh, Cincinnati on a Monday night game. And playing down to Cincinnati could technically get you arrested. Um, in and, and, and Cincinnati could end up with us, with us, because I speak for the city. Um, exactly, man. You like, know, we're Pittsburgh. We are. Uh, we could end up with players being injured because... Cincinnati plays dirty as shit. Man, it's like a nightmare scenario. And like, I'm sorry that I have to like even entertain the thought. Um, yeah, it could happen. Um, you could get injured in any game. You can get injured in any game, but like, you're not gonna get like pile drivered by Vontez Perfect <laughs> when you're not playing the Bengals that week. Yeah, on a Tuesday. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. But you know what? So I'm sure you watched this whole game this oh, week. Oh, of course. I watched this whole game this week. I did get distracted a little bit by like the um the Twitter. Oh, there was there was there were some good threads about like East End grade school basketball, <laughs> inspired by that shot they showed of Mike McCarthy's nineteen seventy five Saint Rosetta. Oh squad. yeah, that was awesome. You I know, did see that thread. Like I played in that gym, man, and like there yeah, there were some juggernauts in the East End. Well, yeah, but you're like five six. I mean. So? How how I wasn't that tall in elementary school. I'll tell you that. If I'd been five six when I was a sixth grader, I would have played center, and I might have scored more points because, like you know, I get to be closer to the basket. All right. So so so, how did you feel about Martavius <clears throat> Bryant's interaction this week? I thought he was good. Um, 
I think he stepped up in some plays where he needed to because, you know, he was the number two receiver this week. Um, I thought he should have scored on that end around. I think he could have oh, walked. I think he yeah, could have yeah. walked in if he had taken well, the whole no, 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 no. On that end around, Roethlisberger threw a block, which is great. Antonio Brown did not throw the block. All right, that's where Antonio Brown differs from Heinz Ward. Heinz Ward threw a block and made a dude like wish he woke up in grade school. Mm-hmm. Um, and Antonio, Antonio Brown, Brown the like best receiver the Steelers have ever had. So uh, it's, a, it's a little bit of this and a little bit of that. I don't know if he's the best receiver they've ever had, but uh, numbers wise, I don't think he's there. Numbers wise, Heinz Ward's still the best receiver. Numbers, whatever. I mean, but, I love Heinz Ward. Don't yeah, get me wrong, but uh, overall, Heinz Ward's Heinz the best. Ward was re- a possession receiver. Yeah. Antonio Brown is like a force. Antonio Brown's a I'm gonna catch this ball receiver. Heinz Ward was I'm gonna knock your nuts off, and then catch the ball, and then we'll take care of it. Well, they wouldn't have won a Super Bowl if Heinz Ward was just like the blocking tight end. Like he obviously impacted games with his receiving skills. But in terms of, like, sheer athleticism and, like, making me, like, not believe what I'm seeing on a weekly basis, like, I've never seen anyone like Antonio Brown on the Steelers. I mean, he does stuff that, like, I mean, like, not the same style of player as Randy Moss, but, like, the same kind of feeling. I can't believe he caught that ball. Yeah, you know? Yeah, same feel. Like, especially with that tiptoe. On it's the sidelines, yeah, that's but at the toe. same time, there was never any doubt. Like the first replay I saw, I was like, "Yeah, he got it." Yeah, I exactly. couldn't do it. When he when, when they he when they showed the slow down replay, I'm like, "Yeah, he got it. It's done." Yeah. Um, but no. Uh, with that end around with um, Martavius, Roethlisberger threw a block. Antonio Brown did not. That's the only reason. Uh, he didn't get in. And not it every was down on the one. Not every but then, gets made. You know, but it then happens. you know they're they're fourth and one, fourth and goal, and they go for it and they get in. Good. Um, you know, uh, Juju was out this week, uh, hamstring injury. Uh, he was on the sidelines and so forth. We get it. Uh, NFL's a long season. Somebody's gonna get injured. Uh, will Juju be back this week? Hopefully. Uh, Martavius. You know what? This week coming up, he'll probably see his receptions and targets go down. AB, he'll be AB and do what he does. Love Bell. How about that? Twelve catches. Twelve catches. Uh, eighty-seven yards. Uh, in the air. And 88 on the ground. Could have had more in the air. Was One of those interceptions was, a, you know, just just like a little dump pass. Yeah, I, I mean, there ball. was a couple of them that were I that mean, way. But, yeah. It's a good, it's a good option for Ben. I mean, it's he doesn't like option. to run out of the pocket anymore. Um, and he's been kind of bad at some of his balls. Well, you know, what? Well, he, you know what? Ben ran out of the pocket twice this week. Once he slid forward head first the other one he kind of ran out of bounds and we're like right i'm 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 talking more like plays where he would like roll out and try to buy time right you know he doesn't he doesn't do that as much no no he doesn't do that like the guys aren't open downfield he dumps it to bell 
or he or they've got like you know Jesse James like coming across on like a drag route or something. And you know, I like Jesse James. I like Jesse James. He dropped the ball that he should have caught. You know what? Xavier Grimble got the touchdown. Xavier Grimble was, I mean, like was like how Michaels did. Oh, do you want to expect Xavier Grimble? No, I honestly kind of forgot we still had him. Uh, honestly, but, uh, I did too. <laughs> but, you know, Al Michaels it like he does more prep than we do, so <laughs> he knew that we had Xavier Grimble. The worst part is, is Chris Collinsworth called that game. Damn it. Collinsworth, like I don't think he's as biased as everyone thinks. I just think he says some kind of like, no, no, no. All right, you know what made me think Collinsworth is still biased was uh, I, I'm not sure where you paid it complete attention or whatnot, but when the pizza came around, I was kind of co- so. co- yeah, coming towards the half. Yeah, that and, was pizza time. Yeah, uh, coming towards the half, and the camera showed Jerome Bettis. Um, Mean Joe Green and Mel Blunt. Oh, yeah. And that camera showed those guys. And Collingsworth said, these lines, not verbatim, and don't quote everything. Uh, Collingsworth's like, yeah, look at that. Jerome Bettis, one of the best running backs Pittsburgh's ever had. Mean Joe Green, you know, probably the best linebacker uh, Pittsburgh's ever had maybe probably the best linebacker league and then there's that guy in the uh, cowboy hat I'm so glad I don't have to line up against him ever again um, because you know what Mel Blunt put Collingsworth on his ass probably more than so once so many times I mean there's the Mel Blunt rule in the NFL I yeah mean, yeah it was different back then you can't touch a guy after five yards because of Mel Blunt yeah um that being said, though, I'm I'm sure there are lots of cornerbacks that roughed up Collinsworth. I mean, come on. Uh, yeah. I mean, maybe not as effectively as Mel Blunt, but I mean, like I said, if you were allowed to do it, I mean, in those days, like think about not? who Collinsworth played for, Cincinnati, Thanks, yeah, <laughs> and the Giants. How could so you not, how could you not like take liberties with a guy in a Bengals uniform? Completely. You know, it's re- it's hard for me to imagine. Like, you know, I'm not even like a violent person, but. If I played football against the Bengals, like I'd, I'd be seeing orange. <laughs> Something tells me, Matt, if you were playing DB for the Steelers and you saw orange come across the field, you would just probably like lay somebody out. And you're okay. not even, and you're not a hateful guy. Not like, like I mean, you could see somebody in a blaze or a uh, blaze orange outfit right now hunting in the woods. Yeah, maybe like maybe across out. the street from your house even. I, I mean, know. yeah, totally. <laughs> I mean, there's woods across the street, blaze orange. Matt's laying you out. There it is. I mean, I you know like you got to watch out for certainly blaze oranges. If you're in the woods a lot, yes, like it might shoot at you. So you do <laughs> you do have to like be vigilant when you see that shade of orange. Um, I don't think they're going to be shooting at anybody on uh, the Paul Brown Stadium field. Right. So, speaking um, of that, this Monday night, man, Paul Brown Stadium, Steelers in Paul Brown Stadium, Monday night against the Bungles. It's like um, their second home. You know, we we kind of own the Bungles, especially uh, in Paul Brown Stadium. The only thing, do the Steelers win this week? Yes. Um, did the Steelers win the injury issue? I don't know about that. I think one of our key players this week is gonna be injured. And 
Well, that's not a nice thing to say. It's not a nice thing to say, but it's something that I feel is going to happen. One of the key Steelers is going to be injured. Um, this week, honestly, I think uh, James Harrison needs to have more of a be into the game plan. Um, TJ Watt needs to be more in the game plan. Shazier, of course, is already in there. Uh, Offensive-wise, you're going to have Bell, Brown, uh, Bryant, Juju will probably be back. Honestly, I don't want to. I don't want to see it um, or hear about it. One of our offensive players is not coming out of this game without an injury. It's I hope just, you're wrong, man. It's just because wrong, it's like, just because the way the Bengals play. It's just because <clears throat> the way the Bengals play. I'm it happened not, to Bell one year, and that it, really, yeah, it did. really affected our chances. And, and then, and then, you know, we probably would have made the Super Bowl that year if we hadn't had to. Yeah, play, well, well, it was the know, it was the whole overture or whatever. Well, and then we went to the playoff game against them, and we won by a field goal. Actually, we won by all the field goals because that's all that was scored in that game. Um, and then we went to Denver without Ben, without Brown, without Bell. I mean, it Ben that game. Uh, we had half a Ben that half game. Ben. Yeah, you know, with no Brown and no Bell, and half a Ben. You know. Yeah, it was still a close game though. It was tough. It was tough. But it was. You know. Oh man. <laughs> so like, don't think like these negative thoughts about the Bengals though. Like. I'm not thinking negative talks. I don't think we're going to lose the game. I think we're going to lose a player. No, no, we're not going to lose any players. I'd rather lose a game than lose a player. I, no. I'll take the win. I'll take the win. We're just going to play a clean, old-fashioned Steelers beatdown. That's that's the best we can hope for, right? All right. I'll I'll go with you on that. Um, I hope it's not close. Because if it's close, that's where the injuries start to happen. Yeah, I still think we're going to... Lose a player on this. You just jump all over him, you know. Let's just get yeah. out in there and like three touchdown lead in the first quarter. Uh, Come on, Todd Haley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Game plan. Yeah, man. yeah. Do three, it. three touchdown lead in the first quarter. We're definitely gonna lose a player after that because you know what? Because Tomlin won't back down. He'll keep everybody in and keep them forced at them, and then we're gonna. Uh, I, I, it, it's a close hard. game, like that close playoff game. You know. They still tried to kill us and injure us, so yeah. Maybe if they're actually losing a lot, well, a early, they'll, they'll just stop caring. That's you know? a playoff game. Uh, that's why in a playoff game, everybody's in on a playoff game. Maybe um, like Lewis will just take like Burfecht out because they're down three touchdowns and there's. Uh, you know, I don't know. Just as like a gentlemanly thing, you know, like hey, like we were not going to beat you guys. I yeah. just don't like. I just, it sucks. Like I think there's a lot of hype around it because because of the rivalry and it has it has been pretty, you know, chippy and extracurricular and whatever. It you has call been, it. but it hasn't always been like that. It's just a couple isolated games. Like let's just, you know, hopefully have a win and hopefully not a, you know, tense one. Yeah, let's have a win and no injuries. No injuries. And then you got New England coming up. I'm like, let let's like um. Let's focus on the Bengals and not so much the yeah. Patriots, even though we all know that's where everyone's head is. Yeah, Bengals are right here. Uh, we know everybody's focused on New England. We got the we got the Ravens in between the Bengals and New England. So yeah, I mean that's a tough game to begin with. I mean that's a ground game. That's a that's a beaten, banging ground game, and we'll talk about that next week. Um, 
and talk about injuries and so forth. So I don't know if you all follow golf or not. Uh, I know I do. Matt, you kind of do. I watch the majors. I, I watch yeah. all the majors. I watch a lot of tournaments. Um, Tiger's back. Tiger's coming back. He's playing um, in this week. I mean, uh, this week he's coming back. Hero World Championship but down he's not in Bahamas. Back. Well, it's his first he's tournament. Back when he finishes two rounds. <laughs> and True. then the next milestone is to make the cut. True. And uh, if he makes the cut but has to withdraw because his back hurts, then like I guess that's progress. Well, this is his first tournament back in a year. So, like you said, we'll see if if his if his back lets him be back. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, golf to me is a great sport. I play a lot um, myself. I watch a lot of golf. Uh, Amanda hates it um, because she's like, "Hey, what's going on this week?" I'm like, "Uh, there's the, uh, you know, this tournament going on." She's like, "Uh, you know." You say that for like the Masters? No, no, the Masters. I'm like, no shit, the Masters is on. Boom. Yeah, I'm watching the Masters. Even like the like Memorial, you're like can't. No, watching golf. Like well, really. well, the memorial. It depends on how that goes, you know. Uh, you know, uh, me as a uh, server and bartender. I mean, I work on Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I'm usually off Sundays. Okay. Um, so Thursday, I'm usually watching a tournament at home, and I go to work, and I put it on the TV so when I get to work. Uh, Friday, I'm usually watching at home, and I put it on the TV so when I get to work. Saturday, same deal, and then Sunday when I'm off. I mean, it kind of depends on who's leading, who's not leading, uh, how I watch it at home. Yeah, I mean, it's always, um, if there's like a good finish, you know. Yeah, but the ma- Masters is one of those, Masters, the U.S. Open, um, Sawgrass. Sawgrass is one of those well, yeah, tournaments. That's I'm a fun like, one. Yeah. Um, that's like, like that. that's like what the fifth major, basically. Yeah. It yeah. is the fifth major, and the memorial's um, another big one. Memorial's a big a one. It's, that's Jack's course. But there's a lot of tournaments you know. that are just um, like, what are you know what? Things? You know what's the best? The best tournament to watch is um, the waste management. Uh, waste management uh, championship is uh, uh, sponsored by waste management. Uh, it's the stadium course in oh. Arizona. Okay, the stadium course in Arizona. Yeah, where that whole sixteenth. That's the whole sixteenth hole. Yeah, it has stadium seating around it. It has a different three. It's not. It used to not be sponsored by waste management. But right. It was, I, I'm sure I've seen it before. Yeah. But yeah. That's a good uh, course. You know, that's the one that, that that they tee off, and the whole crowd goes ah. And, yeah. And if you get in a sand trap, they boo you. If you overshoot the green, they boo you. Um, but no, that's a that's a great uh, course. Um, but the fact that they like get rid of all golf etiquette in allowing the fans to scream like oh, that yeah. kind of suggests that it's not that important. Well, you know? like they no. would, that shit wouldn't fly at the Masters. No, no, that's that all won't. No, that you know, there's won't a reason the for that, and that's because like the Masters is on another level. I mean, the Masters is the Masters, so yeah, it's a tradition unlike any other. It is, or so I'm told. Yes, and that's what the commercials say. Mm-hmm. And we'll be seeing them in like February. No, we're starting to see them now. Are we? Yeah. So that's, that's 
little well, bit. Well, oh, okay. Well, I watch Golf Network a lot. Oh, you so. yeah. But I'm saying like CBS was a little yeah, usually, CBS. They'll or, generally roll out their Masters like commercials during the Super Bowl. If they yeah, the they will. That, you know, like, you know, or like tr- sometime around there. You no, know, the Masters. And you're like, oh like, yeah, springs around the corner, and that's why the Masters is great. Cause yeah. Because even if you don't like golf, like the fact that the Masters is on means that it's spring. It is. And you know you should love that. But we're not worried about spring. We're worried about January football. I know where the where the playoff game's going to be. So we got to beat the Bengals, beat the Ravens, beat New England, and we can talk about all that. You know, as as it comes. You know what? Bengals, Ravens, New England, and then Houston. Houston. We play Houston. Um, Christmas Day, and then we come back to Pittsburgh to uh, play the Browns. Ringing in the new year. So what we have? Uh, Bengals, Ravens, Bengals, Ravens, New England, New England, Houston, Houston, and Browns. Wow. So there's five games left. Mm-hmm. Um, out of five games. I'm seeing, let's see, uh, Bengals win, um, win on the scoreboard, lose on the player aspect. Uh, Ravens win on the scoreboard, win all the way through. New England, shit. We're going to need some help on that. Um, just, well, we're not going to get any help. I mean, it's yeah. Uh, Winner they lose. They, they, they don't yeah. get. They don't get yeah. to like. That's the toughest game. Grab on. Eli Manning off the waiver wire. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the Steelers schedule. That's the you know. And we've been talking about this this whole podcast and all year that the New England game week fifteen is like the do or die game. I think mm-hmm. I think people are just chomping at the bit. The way people are talking about New England, you'd think they're playing, like, if not this coming week, then the week after. Yeah. And I think people need to chill out. I know. Because every week is an adventure with this team. It is. And it is. Especially Joe Hayden's out. Yeah. Um, you and, know. And, and the big plays, you know, the big plays allowed by the secondary with or without Joe Hayden have been a problem. Yeah. Flacco oh, can throw yeah. the ball a mile. Yeah, you and can. Andy Dalton... You know, I have three quarterbacks on my roster in fantasy this year, and Andy Dalton. You know, Andy he's Dalton's my one second of them. best. Andy Dalton's <laughs> one of mine. He was my too. second best last week, and the other, the third best was yeah. Breeze. So yeah. he's putting up better numbers. Uh, than I started Breeze. Dalton over Breeze this week too. Yeah, well, I didn't. I started week. Brady over them both, and I made the right call. But well, yeah. I'm just saying, like Andy Dalton's. Well, not if you have Brady in fantasy, you're starting. Them, so. I know. I've been trying. I've been. I tried to trade him actually for Antonio Brown, and uh, now. Didn't work. Yeah, didn't work. But, uh, <laughs> but well, yeah, like, yeah. Breeze is on the block if anyone's interested and happens to be in my league, which is like nine people who probably aren't listening. But listen to my podcast, guys. Same with my friends. Like, you want to, you want to, like, you know, get a Christmas card. Hey, you know, download our podcast. Send me a screenshot. Download it. <laughs> listen to it. Mouse send your Christmas card. I'll sign it. Shit, I don't even know y'all, but. Good people. Yeah. For the most part. Hey, anybody knows you is probably a good dude. Yeah. So, uh, so this week, fantasy football, um, I'm coming into my last week to put up or shut up. How about you for fantasy? Put up or shut up this week? 
Because this week for me is is I have to win, and I need one person to lose to make playoffs. I haven't looked at tiebreakers. I've got like a two game lead on. Well, the this is me. this is the last week of fantasy leagues. Well, for me anyway. Yeah, we we doing what? We we've still got two more weeks left. Uh, I think this is my last week. I have to look at it again. Because we have three, we have three weeks of playoffs, and then nothing in week seventeen. How many people you have in your league? Ten. All right. Yeah. Okay. We have sixteen, and we do two. We have two. Uh, uh, we have three weeks to playoffs. Yeah, because we have two and two, and then one. So yeah, but this is my. Yeah, we're here. But anyway, so Matt, this week coming up, we have bold predictions. Bold predictions. Bold predictions. Oh, bold predictions! Like they are. Uh, yeah. Yeah. College bowls are coming up too. We probably won't cover them because they're pointless. Well, <laughs> I mean, in the event, Pitt's not going to a bowl. Duquesne's not going to a bowl. Penn State will go to a good one. Penn State will go to a decent bowl. Probably like the Outback Bowl West or Virginia something. will go to a bowl. West Virginia will probably go like to, um, you know. Holiday Bowl, Capital One. They'll probably go to like, bowl. you know, Gator Bowl or something. Aaron's Bowl. Yeah. But bold predictions for this week. Skins and the boys. Thursday night game. Oh, man. I think I'm going to go with Washington. You know what? You and me both. Dallas let me down. I don't like Dallas. Not like let me down, you know, like in the sense that it like hurts me that they lost, but I picked them and they lost. How about the Vikings and the Falcons? Vikings. Yeah, I'm going there too. Lions and Ravens. Lions. You're always taking the Lions? Every week except when they played the Steelers and when they had a bye. I'm taking the Ravens. Nice. How about the Pats to the Bills? Oh, God. As much as I want to pick the Bills, and as helpful as that would be for the Steelers. I know, right? Um, I mean, I'm putting it on the line here, so I'm going to go Patriots. But if you know I'm wrong, it's not going to ruin my Sunday. I'm going Bills. Oh, yeah? I'm taking that's the one that... The Pats are going to overlook. That'd be awesome. That'd be great. That'd be great. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to take a... I'm going to take that shot. How about the Niners and the Bears? Oof. Um, That's brutal. The Bears. I'm I just not Bears. pick this game and just, like, maybe send, like, a bottle of whiskey to, like, one unfortunate person who has to watch that game? <laughs> no. I'm just gonna be. I'm just gonna go neutral, and I'm just gonna pick a random dude from like. Are you gonna Northern take California? Are, are you gonna take like Willie Galt from the '85 Bears? No, um, no. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna take. Um, I'm gonna take the Niners. Maybe they'll like get Garoppolo worked in, and he'll actually. All right, Matt. I'm taking the Bears. Okay. Man. How about the Bucks and the Pack? Man, Packers really impressed me last week. Well, they, the Steelers downplayed them. Right. Well, I think the downplayed Steelers are still just as good as Tampa, so I'm going to take the Packers. I'm taking the Packers, too. I see. Try to argue with my reasoning and then come to the same conclusion. Yeah. I see you. How about the Colts and the Jags? 
Now the Jags defense is you mean sick. The Jags and the Jags. Oh. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah um, Jags defense is good. Um, I like the Jags. You know, I went to elementary school with their offensive coordinator. So. You went to elementary school with the Jaguars offensive coordinator. I did. I did. Did you get tickets whenever they came into town? No. Why? Because we didn't like really keep in touch after sixth grade. Which what the, was like 30 years ago. It was 30 years ago. That's horseshit. <laughs> you should have been like, hey, we went to elementary school together. I'm sure he Give gets a tickets. lot of that, man. You know what? We have friends of ours that uh, went to grade school with the um, quarterback's coach. Or actually, he's the offensive coordinator for the Giants. Mm. So when the Giants came into town last year, he totally hooked our friends up. With tickets and went to the game mm-hmm. and everything. Now I think they did have to wear a Giants shirt or hat, but <laughs> um, you know, that's okay. It worked out. The Steelers won. So sure, yeah. Uh, how about the uh, Broncos <laughs> and the Finns? Denver's bad. And so um, are the Finns. I know. I know. Denver's still got a better defense, so I'm gonna go Denver. Yeah, I'm thinking that too. Denver's on a wait, wait, wait. Hold me to think about this. Denver's on a slide, uh, a bad slide. I'm going. They already fired their coach. They still have a good defense. They just don't have a quarterback. That's that's my. Uh, I'm going Finns, man. All right. So how about Chiefs and the Jets? Chiefs have been sliding a little bit. They, they, they need to get back on track because, you know, they were a contender at the start of the season. Yeah. So now, well, They went 5-0 uh, and oh or 6-0 and oh mm-hmm. yeah. and then lost Okay, five yeah, that's out. why they were a contender because they were undefeated. That happens. Yeah. Um, you will have that. I'm going to pick the Chiefs. I'm going there too. Yeah. Texans and Titans. Quarterback, I give the edge to the Titans. So I'm going to go Tennessee. I'm thinking that too. Um, Titans have been on a slide. How about the Browns and the Chargers? I'm just going Chargers, both of us. Man, but if they could pull it off. You think Uh, the Browns are just tanking at this point? At this point, I think they're now they're, like, they're yeah, like, we're out. Do you think they're openly instructing their players to just like not try to win? Because uh, that's dangerous. You know what, though? You know, here's the worst part is, though, is that the Browns with the first pick in the NFL draft seven out of the last nine years. Mm-hmm. What have they done with it? They got so much credit for their last draft. They got so they got much so, credit. They got so they had much three first-round draft picks. If they don't pay them off next year, then it was a total waste. Yeah. But you can't, you can't give them a year to see if that it's was like not really the a drafting. Draft. It's not the drafting. It's not necessarily the coach. I mean, it might be the There's coach. There's just something. The ownership's horrible. It's just like, a toxic okay, culture. Okay, okay. I spent uh, several hours in Cleveland over Thanksgiving weekend <laughs> uh, with my family and whatnot. And I tried to explain to them that the, you know, in Cleveland, you have the Indians, which are a viable baseball team, 
that make the playoffs and ownership is the Jacobs family that puts money into the team. And you have the Cavaliers, which is a viable basketball team and makes the playoffs every year and in the last three years has made the championship game, the championship series. And the Browns, who have got washed up on the lake. Huh. Uh, and in, in Pittsburgh, you have the Steelers, who make the playoffs every year. You have the Penguins, who made the playoffs every year and won the championship the last two years. And you have the Pirates, who get washed up on the shores of the Allegheny. Um, it's ownership. It's it's what they want to put into the team. It's what they want to do. But you know what? When the ownership is making money and still coming out profitable from a losing product, why should they put anything into the team? Yeah. You know, uh, Pirates, Browns, uh, they're the laughing stocks of their respective leagues. But the ownership is still making money. It's still profitable for them. Until that is not profitable for them. Until no one goes to a damn game. I would not go to Browns games. Would you, know you what, go to a Browns game? If they were playing the Steelers. And the right, Steelers but I'm, like like, 10 but bucks. I'm saying, like, okay, if the Steelers... Try to envision the Steelers having gone through like as many quarterbacks... Since 1999, oh as the god, have. if the Steelers have gone through 27 seasons, quarterbacks, like they're worse than the Pirates, they are in worse terms than of the just like in terms of futility, yeah, they are. And it's only like eight home games, and it's not like I mean, I would feel no obligation to go see the Browns after I they left not. us once. You know what? When I was at my I mean, fam- come on, yeah. When I was at my family's house uh, this Thanksgiving weekend, and I pulled up on my app that I used to like get tickets and shit. I pull up, I'm like, hey, look, here, let me click in Cleveland. And I clicked in Cleveland, and it said $6. I'm like, I can go to the Browns game for $6. But why would you? You know. Time is money, too, man. You know, $6? I'd go. That's the worst part. If I went and drove for Lyft for, like, four hours on a Sunday afternoon, I could make, like, a hundred dollars. A hundred. Yeah. Why would I pay six dollars to go sit and freeze my ass off at Cleveland Stadium? Exactly. But I mean, I'm just saying. You click on a Pirates game. How many Pirates games I've seen? I can go to for a dollar. Yeah. Sure. And I've I've never gone. And I haven't gone. I haven't gone for a dollar at all. And I guess I kind of feel like the Pirates are a civic institution, and I'd be sad if they left. So I'd. I would I be guess sad. That's why left. people still support the Browns. I guess. Uh, well, the I Browns. Can't, I can't, if that's the reason, know, I can't. Blame you know, the Browns them. left once. Right. <laughs> that that I might that I might and have you, a problem you with. You know, the Browns left once. They left once. And they, they came, came back. back, and they suck worse now. Uh, yeah, it's ownership, folks. It's ownership that needs to put money into. It's it's ownership that needs to care. Yeah. It's not ownership. That needs to make a dollar. Because the Pirates' ownership and the Browns' ownership, they're along the same way. They're in it for the money. They make money, and they're good. They're happy. That's all they really care about. So quit going to games. Yeah. Quit putting money in their pocket. 
Go to you a went, Cavs game or like you know save your money for go to a Cavs for, like, game. A little like go to a, of Indians tickets. Go to an Indians game. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, go to um, the uh, there's a, a minor league hockey team in Cleveland. I can't still the Lumberjacks. Uh, I think actually I think it might be they won the HL last year. Oh, nice. They used to be um, Penguins affiliated, but that was a long. I time think ago. they're Detroit now. Oh. Um, but yeah, um, go to those games. Go to. Uh, go to the uh, uh, Cleveland CSO, Cleveland Symphony Orchestra. Yeah, they're awesome. Yeah, we'll do that. You know, mm-hmm. uh, don't go to a fucking Browns game. It's like in Pittsburgh. This you is bold what? Pittsburgh, not bold Cleveland. So I know. Tell you everything that's yeah. going on in your city, but I'm sure you can find something yeah. better than watching the Browns. Exactly. That's the point. That's all I'm trying to say. And Pittsburgh, there's one power game I'm looking forward to going to. Is it a Andy Vance like bobblehead night? August fourth, <laughs> right after the trade deadline. August fourth. Uh, August fourth. You won't Andy... know any of the outfielders, but you'll get a bobblehead. Yeah, I'll get Andy Vance like bobblehead, and that's the one I'm looking forward to go to. And the rest of those games, I don't give a shit less Man. because until Bob Nutting doesn't own the team anymore, I don't care. I'm actually thinking about canceling Root Sports my cable. You know what? It'll save me, I don't know, I have a lot of money. Uh, the worst part was, I won't get the Penguins during that because yeah. I'd cancel Root Sports. But anyway, back to our picks that we went off on a tangent. Uh, Panthers and Saints in New Orleans. Saints. The Saints, yeah, I'm getting there too. How about Rams and Cards? In Arizona. Rams. Yep, that's where I'm at. How about Giants and Raiders? Ugh. Ugh, I know. You Michael know what, Cra- Michael Crabtree's out with that fight against... Mm-hmm. And Geno Smith is starting for the Giants. Geno Smith? What? You didn't hear? No. You didn't hear? No. Oh, you worked all day today. This is huge, I did. man. This is... <laughs> They're yeah. benching Eli. They're benching Eli? They're benching Eli. He's been, wait, starting, wait, wait, wait. he's been starting quarterback for the Giants since like, 2004. Since I moved to Dormont. Yeah, since 2004. And like my entire adult life. He started. Basically. He started before Roethlisberger mm-hmm. did. Mm-hmm. They came out of the same draft yep. class, and Eli was thrown mm-hmm. in. And Eli's uh, he's benched. Mm. And I, that was breaking news this afternoon on what on ESPN front page. I, oh my god! I, we should have led with this, man. No wonder. Jesus you didn't Christ. Know. I did not know. <laughs> it didn't make it in the notes because you didn't know and Amanda didn't know. But yeah, like Eli's benched and apparently they offered him like, you can start because if you want your streak to, to last, like you can start and like play a series or two and then we'll like get these other guys worked in to see what they can do. All and he has to like, do is take a snap and it counts as right, a start. Right, but he's not into that. He's like, no thanks, you know. I can't say like a lot of the... All the yeah. former giant, all the former giants, like are tweeting and, and saying like this is crazy, like they're they're doing them wrong, but like you're the Giants coach who's probably going to get fired anyway. Like, don't you want to so, see so, as an organization? Don't you want to see what you have in Geno Smith right, before uh, you go into your like high draft pick that you're in? Wait, wait, going to wait, have? Wait, wait. So Geno Smith out of West Virginia, right? Out of West Virginia, um, you know he, he had like. You know, he's, he lost a season with the Jets because yeah. he got into a fight with a teammate. Yeah, um, he did that. You know, he hasn't... He got injured. He hasn't been tested enough to say that he's been a total bust. But he also hasn't no. been playing enough So, so I'm still develop. thinking that Eli Manning is not going to take one snap to say he started the game nope. to keep his streak going? Nope. 
I think that's honorable. Like, I don't like a bullshit streak like that. You know? Uh, yeah. Especially coming from the Giants, who, like, gave us the bullshit, like... Hey, you sack, know what? The, with Brett Favre, like, falling down in front of oh, Michael oh, Strahan. Oh, yeah, I mean... You know? All right, all right. Yeah, I do have to like the Giants for, <laughs> for, for two reasons. They beat the Patriots twice, twice. in the yeah. Super Bowl. Twice. Twice they beat them in the Super Bowl. I, like, I, I, yeah, like, yeah. I, I used to have uh, Giants. You beer. know what? With that information, I'm going to go Raiders. Yeah, see, that's that's the smart money. Um, uh, are you going Giants or Raiders? I want to. I'm rooting for them, but I'm picking the Raiders. I think I've been picking the Raiders a lot this year, too. So um, have I. So I. They haven't been as good as they're supposed to be this year, but I don't see them losing to the Giants. But, God, if Geno Smith comes in and beats the Raiders, like... How about, uh, you know. how about the Eagles against the Seahawks? Where are they playing? In Seattle. In Seattle. I'm taking the Eagles. I'm taking the Seahawks there. Oh. That's a tough test for them. They're not going to... I don't know. They, they're not going to win out. And the Monday night game. Steelers, Bungles. Oh, oh, that's right. That is the Monday night special. Steelers. Steelers. No injuries either. Can we can we do injuries? If anyone has a season ending injury, you get an extra win in the in the standings total. Oh. Anybody. Alright, alright. Anyone all right, on the roster all right, all right, all right, gets a season ending injury. Plus, that counts as an extra win for Plus speed. one. Um season ending. Injury. Which now means that, for your sake, the best case scenario is that the Steelers lose no. and have a season-ending injury. No! And then you get a push, basically. Uh, whereas uh, I'm just down one. That's horrible. Yeah, well, you know. I don't, I don't even want that. That's what that. you get for thinking negatively about injuries. I don't injuries. even want that. Well, I don't even want that. Too bad. Uh, you wrote it down. Damn it. It's there. Yeah, it's there. I sheets wrote it down. Sheets of integrity. Uh, oh, the sheets of integrity. <laughs> um... But no, I did not know that Eli Manning was not man. He's getting pushed over. I did not know that. Yeah, like we could do a whole show on Eli Manning. I hope like, not. I mean, he's like. There have been times where it's just like I can't believe he's a starting quarterback in the NFL. And, and there's, I honestly haven't seen any of him this year. So I, don't I haven't know if he's seen been like that bad, or if it's just well, like he hasn't had a lot with him this year. Mm. Um, but I can tell you. Last season, in the 2016 season, and when the Giants came to Pittsburgh, um, there was a bunch of Giants fans that came in that Thursday and that Friday, and I was bartending downtown and uh, so forth, and guys looked at me at the bar and like, hey, like, we're in town for the whole weekend. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, it's like Thursday night, and they're like, we're from New York, and you know, we're Jersey guys. We're Giants fans. They're like, if we wear our Giants blue around here and wear our jerseys, are we gonna have any issues? Are people gonna like fight us and beat us at beat us up? I'm like, no. I'm like, this isn't Philly. Yeah, because Steelers fans fight each other. Yeah, Steelers fans fight each other because they get drunk and stupid. You don't, you don't, you don't fight uh, a person because of the color of their jersey. You fight, you fight them, them because, because of how much alcohol you have in your own blood. Oh, because they spilt your beer. Um, well, you know, maybe you didn't need that beer, you know. Guy. But I always tell the guys, I'm like, Ooh. look, I'm like, you know, the guys from, that were in the Giants jerseys, I'm like, look, I'm like, 
you guys are cool with us. I'm like, you're in a different conference. Yeah. I'm like, we you play you once every Super four Bowl. years, and you beat the Patriots twice in the Super Bowl. You guys are good. Yeah. Also, you're from New York and New Jersey, and you tip well. Mm-hmm. I'm cool with that. Yeah, because they're like, what? A beer that's less than eight fifty. Yeah, I know, what right? What the hell am yeah, I going to yeah. do with all my money? Yeah, yeah, you're like, what do you mean? This beer is only four dollars. Huh? Wait a night in a hotel is only two hundred and fifty dollars yeah, right? downtown. Exactly, downtown two fifty. I'm paying it. Jeez, you know, I mean, in Manhattan downtown hotels like. But then you, then you, then you talk. Then you like tell them where the best pizza in town is, and they like fight you because they're so. Oh yeah, they're no, like, oh, this is crap. What do you mean? Like, you'd yeah. serve, like, Minios or Fioris to, like, a New Yorker, and they'd be like, what the hell is this? Like, this sauce is this too is sweet. This is like Papa John's. I can't fold this. Yeah. Yeah. Just eat two pieces at the same time. It's a real <laughs> simple solution. <laughs> right? But they're like, this sauce is too sweet, or this sauce is too spicy. If you this wear a is, Giants jersey into yeah. a pizza shop, they should just cut your pizza four times instead of eight. <laughs> and, then, and then no one has anything to complain about. That's awesome. Alright folks, that's enough of us this week. Um I think we covered it all, uh including pizza. Um We could have a whole separate episode on just pizza. Yeah, right? I mean, because pizza's amazing. Pizza's the best and there's like no controversy about pizza unless We should hold a live podcast at like Fiori's. We could, but there'd be nowhere to sit because that place is always like slammed every time you Yeah. It doesn't matter, man. That place is so good. And then we have to. I like, got a meatball. I got a meatball hoagie and cheesy garlic bread from there on Saturday. because uh, like I was really craving meatballs. Right, and, and their meatballs are huge. They're huge and they're delicious. And yeah, yeah it was good. I didn't. And get then we have to call bread. Sorg yeah. and be like, "Hey, we need to have like have your like microphone triple, oh. your <laughs> your triple microphone uh, piece and this that other thing and headphones." Um, but yeah. And Mike and Stella's running around with her bell jingling. It's she awesome. almost made the whole the whole episode. I think that means it's it's coming to the end. It is. <laughs> She's like, I gotta get off Bat's lap. Yeah. So, all right, folks. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. Uh, we'll talk to you next week uh, about all things sports, all things Pittsburgh, and uh, anything else, Matt? Yeah, I'm good, man. Sweet. I'm good. I'm ready. Let's go, Steelers. Go Stillers. All right, folks, keep it always tuned to Bold Pittsburgh and Bold Sports, and always keep it black and gold. Yeah. Hey, Ians, thanks for listening to Bold Sports. You can always listen at Sorgatron Media on Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever you uh, love to listen to podcasts. Make sure to catch us every Wednesday for your recap and breakdown of your favorite local sports and news of the weekend for the upcoming game expectations. You can contact us at Steve Renault on Twitter, at MMTacy on Twitter, or at BoldPGH on Twitter. Hashtag BoldSports. BoldPittsburgh on the Facebook or BoldPGH.com.